0: this is section one hundred and twenty three of mark twain speaking this librivox recording is in the public domain interview new york april thirteenth nineteen o eight mark twain had just returned from bermuda read by john greenman birds of a feather you know the rest of it it's a terrible strain this being a financier it is also a strain traveling with one I offered to loan Rogers two dollars, though I knew I was taking an awful risk. Rogers thought it was simply a courtesy, and so did not take me up. Now I am two dollars ahead. I have returned from my trip a reformer. I have joined the ranks of the Anti Noise Society. I have retired both. From the making of after-dinner speeches and the lecture platform. No one can tolerate noise, you know, unless they are the noise-makers. I am through making a noise, and so I now insist on quiet. Mrs. Rice started her crusade at the right time for me he was asked what he thought of the scheme to improve interior waterways by dredging a fourteen-foot channel down the mississippi river i have no sentimental interest in such a project and i have too many realities to deal with to be chasing a will-o'-the-wisp when the almighty built this earth he knew very well that a fourteen-foot channel from chicago to the gulf would have been a very excellent and much needed thing but he also knew that it would tax even his resources if there were fourteen banks of england behind the scheme and fourteen more behind them there would not be enough available money to finance the scheme i know the mississippi valley and its Oozy soil, too well. The digging of the channel would be but the beginning. A thousand dredges could not keep it clear. He talked of high seas en route. On Sunday, he said, when he was wearing his white suit and standing at the stern rail with Dorothy Sturgis of Boston, a great wave washed aboard and drenched them both. End of interview read by John Greenman.